All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Happy Halloween. Jason Greger, Sean Brown. Connor Halley with you. Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta. Dot .ca if you uh, haven't tried out uh, all the new things they have to offer of course they got the boost bets you can go to uh, when you go to individual games if you want to get on points and shots and everything else you can do it all at playalberta.ca uh, NHL NBA of course uh, NFL you got the World Series game 4 tonight check it all out at playalberta.ca now uh, we are going to go uh, in the room brought to you by Next Gen Transportation Heavy haul transport provider, 100% uh, locally owned and uh, operated and uh, very proud that uh, one of their members is, uh, has qualified, made the uh, Canadian Olympic uh, bobsleigh team. Devo is uh, currently now uh, going on tour and uh, then we'll have the Olympic qualifier to see if he can get to the Olympics. Amazing. All those days that he skipped leg day and he's still qualified. It's unbelievable. That is a, That just shows you that's an athlete. When you only do upper body and, and you still make it. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, amazing. <laughs> it's a long time running joke with the McEwens. A few of them, a few, Devo is one of the few that uh, isn't afraid of leg day. A few of the other McEwen brothers, oof, they, uh, they'll, you know, they got really good upper body, Brownie. Really good upper body, but then kind of like the strutty legs. The old bird legs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Walking in on a chicken. Not a good look. Kind of how it goes. So, um, Connor Brown, of course, uh, has, uh, has goose eggs across the board. But uh, listen to Connor Brown, and he just talks about kind of, you know, where he thinks his game is at right now. 
I feel like last uh, my speed has really, really come back here uh, over the last week or so, and uh, definitely have a lot of jump, and, and it's turning into uh, generating some chances. And uh, uh, you know, it's like anything uh, when you get one to go, and you start feeling a little bit better in the in the slot and the scoring areas. And so uh, we're early in the season, but you know what? Physically, I feel great, um, better and better. Uh, so uh, you know, and defensively, I feel strong too. You know. I I thought we, we've been doing a pretty good job in the penalty kill, and uh, you know, uh, so I, I think the offense is going to come here. So, would you feel in your own mind, would you be more worried if if you felt like, oh shit, I'm half a step behind here, and I have to really work harder to catch? catch. Yeah, well, I think that the first couple of games of the season, I, you know, I did kind of feel like that, where I felt like a little step behind, and you know, the loose pucks I wasn't able to jump to, and now I'm, you know, I feel like I'm getting a stick on on tons of pucks and winning winning my foot races and uh, generating chances. So, um, you know, like you. Say it's cause for concern if you don't feel like you're, um, you know, you're having an impact in the game. But I feel like, uh, especially these last three games, you know, I felt like I've had an impact on them. Do you feel like are the hands after a year off kind of the, the last thing to come? Scoring goals is the hardest thing to do, right? Like work ethic, skating, maybe a little bit easier to come. And is so is it kind of at the progression you thought it would be overall? Yeah, like you know what, it's 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 hard to uh, be patient with yourself. Uh, you know, and that's something I've tried to really work hard on. And it, to be patient with myself because I know once I you know I, I know uh, I know my game and once I once I start to you know uh, start to feel it a bit in a say uh, you know it'll all start clicking it's not like my hands have went anywhere you know I know I have a good set of hands and you know I know I can score goals and so it's just uh, it's just about letting that clock tick slow uh, in the scoring areas picking corners and um, like I said we're three weeks in here and but uh, I feel better and better and, and you know what uh, after three weeks if you told me I, I feel the way I do physically I'd be very happy so um you know, uh, so a lot of positives there. You know, I like how he said, hey, the first three games, you're off. Yeah, I felt like I was slow. I wasn't there. And then uh, the last three, I'm giving my stick on pucks. I'm knocking it down. I like what he said. Hey, man, my hands haven't gone anywhere. And and I looked up Connor Brown from 2017 to 2022. Connor Brown was 139 <laughs> in goals in the NHL. So you do 139. Let's just say, you know what, uh, there's 30 teams, or it's technically 31, but 30 teams times five. Well, what's that? 155 if it's 31 teams, 150 if it's 30 teams. He's 139th. So that's five guys per team where he's like your fifth high scoring player on your team. On average, that's what he did over a five-year span. He had 21 goals. He had 20 goals. It kind of shows you just how few players you know, are consistent 20-goal guys. It's hard to do. And... I think people need to to exhale when it comes to Connor Brown because if I I watch Connor I thought he was excellent against Calgary and it was not scoring yet but it, like have you seen Connor Brown make a glaring giveaway with the puck have you seen a lot of miscues defensively I haven't and so I think Connor Brown will start scoring and then I think eventually Brownie uh, you will see him back up in the top six at some point but I won't be surprised if by and I said it by next Monday there'll be at least two players in the orders and now I guess it's bottom five because they're only going to eleven four it's because Jan marks out uh, the who will get their first goal by next Monday. Yeah, unfortunately for him, I mean the Oilers didn't start off the way we were hoping they would, and now things become magnified and yep. everyone game everyone's game gets you know scrutinized. And I agree with you. I think that. Um, you know, he's coming off a major injury. He talked about his, you know, I'm glad he feels confident and feels good about himself. They all should. Um, because your skill isn't going to dry up, but it is a little bit, you know, it's got to, I've never been out that long of an extended time, but 
the fact that 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 can't be easy and it is going to take some time and we all see where his game is starting to come around he's going to be a guy you know that you know with that scoring touch and that ability and then that experience and just him talking like that that's why they brought him in here um so it is going to take a little bit of time and if they can kind of use this as a little bit of a uh, kickstart to, to building some momentum, you know, that's only going to help, you know, that's only going to help his game because there'll be a little less eyes on him, a little less pressure. He's a veteran guy that that's put up some points. He knows what it's going to take and they're going to need him. So yeah, I, I don't feel like there's a panic. I think unfortunately when you're losing and they're in the situation it is that they're in, um, you start to nitpick and start to look around a little bit. So I look for them to build off of this, and then now all of a sudden it will give guys a little bit of breathing room to kind of get their their game back. Yeah, you know what? Uh, they got a lot of guys who want to who want to play better. There's no question uh, about that, and and he's one of them. Uh, we got Jason Strudo coming up uh, after Struds. Uh, it'll be help your neighbor time, your chance to qualify, where you can get in. You can win tickets for yourself. You can win Echo be a smart system courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. But most importantly, you are going to be able to gift someone in your circle as long as they don't reside with you you have to reside in their own home they have to own their home and they have to live within uh, 100 kilometers of Edmonton and then you can give them uh, legacy heating will become they'll install the furnace we'll take out their old one we'll dispose of it they got all the permits comes with the uh, the Honeywell uh, thermostat everything that's coming up in uh, 20 minutes time but first Jason Strudwick right after this on Sports 1440 Live and Oilers Nation YouTube. It's the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Winter weather is hard on your vehicle. Help keep it in top shape with Pennzoil Ultra Motor Oil from Jiffy Lube. Oil changes on your schedule and 25 bonus air miles with your Shell Go Plus app. Jiffy Lube, keeping you moving. Rodeo clowning felt like an exciting opportunity. Boy, was I ever wrong. The Bulls. So predictable. But you know what's exciting and unpredictable? PlayAlberta.ca. I can bet on any sports game, play online casino games anytime, and buy lottery tickets anywhere. PlayAlberta.ca. Go all in on excitement. Sign up today and get over $100 in welcome bonuses. Remember, if you gamble, use your game sense. 422. Jason Greger. Sean Brown with you on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation YouTube. It's the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can always get involved. You can text us 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. And uh, remember, uh, stop in for a Pennzoil uh, Platinum Full Synthetic Oil Change out right now. Be wise and winterize. No appointment necessary. Warranty approved at JiffyLubeService.ca. Hey, also, a uh, shout-out to whoever runs the Jiffy Lube on St. Albert Trail on the hill because whoever runs their sign, they've got a very good sense of humor. Very good sense of humor. There's always different jokes up there. It uh, puts a smile on my face, so shout-out to who's ever doing that. Now, the uh, orders, of course, are off today. They're off tomorrow. They're back in action on Thursday. Connor McDavid didn't skate today, but uh, it was a previously scheduled dental appointment that uh, he had. Vander Kane was on the ice briefly, then left. Uh, it's a maintenance day. Uh, Matthias Janmark was not on the ice. Uh, I don't think he's going to be ready to play on Thursday. Adam Ernie was placed on waivers. Sam Gagne has been signed to a contract by the Edmonton owners. It's a one-year, two-way deal. League uh, minimum, 775K. 
and uh, he'll basically replace Adam Ernie on the roster and uh, look for number 89 to be back in the uh, lineup for the Edmonton Oilers. And, you know, I'm not sure if he's a long-term solution for their fourth line. We'll see. But, um, you know what, uh, he's a fan favorite. He's, he's got some offensive instincts, there's no question. And uh, they're looking for a little bit better finish uh, in their bottom six. Uh, and But let's make no mistake, it's not like all of them are excused and it's only Adam Ernie who's playing poorly or not contributing. Uh, when there's donuts all around, it's uh, it's not ideal. The, uh, the Oilers defensemen have five goals between them, five on five, through the first eight games, which is actually really good. You would take that, but uh, the bottom five slash six forwards have uh, no goals. Let's get to uh, Struds On now, brought to you by Action Electrical. Uh, 50 years in business, and of course, uh, they've got the residential solar right now. They've been expanding and growing, and did you know that for you, you can get up to $5,600 in uh, grant money, free money, courtesy of the uh, federal government, if you're looking to get uh, residential solar. Find out more at actionelectrical.net. The Jason Greger Show presents Struds On. It's the memories. That's what you remember. Memories. Uh, there's a bouquet of uh, enjoyment coming in my mouth there. But you know, it's like I always say, HK, who cares? It's time for Struds On. Jason Strudwick, uh, former NHLer, host of the, uh, co-host of Got Your Back podcast. Also, now he's a beer vendor. He was uh, selling beers uh, this weekend at the uh, Heritage Classic in the uh, in the pregame at Clark Park. Strutty, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was out there uh, volunteering for my son's hockey team. Uh, selling beers. The math is tricky. When guys are coming up to uh, well, two whatever two accords light, it's at eight fifty, and a busy at eight seventy five. Doing the math is quick. Then I got to get the machine because no one deals in cash anymore. It was uh, quite the process, but. Ah, that's what you do for your kids, right? Man of the people. Ah, Struddy, it's, uh, did, did, <laughs> did, did you realize that was twenty five seventy five, right? Well, yeah, but when it's going, then you got to figure out. Someone gives you a hundred. Obviously, they walk in. The first guy yeah. by gives you a hundred. You got to figure that out down to the nickel. Seventy four twenty five, uh, Struddy. I know, but there's pressure. It's on. It never ended. I was doing it for two three hours, handing it out. Oh, I love someone, it. Wow. Someone throwing a hot chocolate, throwing a bag of chips. Like oh. it was, it was stressful. You know what? Maybe you should have taken pre accounting instead of pre med. Well, if someone had a cut, I could have dealt with it on site. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Easy dial screen. Imagine if someone <laughs> would have come up to you with a cut on their hand. You might have passed out. Is this a separated shoulder? It might be. <laughs> Go check your doctor. <laughs> Go see your doctor. Uh, hey, I want to ask you and Brownie both. Uh, obviously, the order's best game of the season was against Calgary, uh, especially defensively. They didn't give up very much. But did you notice, Struddy? They went back to their defensive system. They didn't do the box plus one. Um, and I, I know you've talked about it. Lots of guys said that system isn't that hard to get. But for whatever reason, they weren't comfortable with it. Um, what do you make? Is it good coaching or is it like, well, if you wanted to, to change it, why wouldn't you stick with it? Because it's not that difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I, I heard your question today. You asked uh, Jay about it. And I, I really like Jay's answer because he, he didn't really talk about the system itself. He talked about that old-fashioned. He said old-fashioned, uh, you know, hockey. And, you know, I, I've mentioned that before, I believe. You talk about just the small deal details of defending, right? Where are you at in the ice? Are you letting guys get in good shots from the high-quality spots? Are you staying between your man and the net? Are you are you, you know, stick on puck? Are you making it hard for them? You know, so boxing guys out in front, like all those things – 
that isn't system related. That is just getting that part of it done. You know, the system kind of gets you in the right area, but then you still have to carry it out in that area. So I really like Jay's answer. I thought it was really fair. Um, now, if they're more comfortable with the old system, I, I guess it works. But I mean, other players in the NHL have carried this out before. It's not like it's, it's, you know, complete rocket science, but you know, maybe for this group, it doesn't work. I, I I'm not. Not totally familiar with groups changing systems, you know, 10 games in the year, Brownie, but I, I guess it's happened before. Yeah, I mean, defense is hard work. It's a, it's a real commitment. Um, and what I noticed in, in the, when I was watching was just their ability to actually check and close, right? And you know what it's like when guys are checking and close and taking away time and space. It makes your job making that read and who you need to get to, right? So, right. um, you know, I thought they did a really good job of that. And like I said, it, it, a lot of it is about the details, the communication, the closing, the stick on the ice. Um, but anytime in any system, you know, you start to run and if you're not checking and you're containing in, in this league, and especially the way teams play now, like they're, the defense are so much more active, right? They're coming down the wall. So, you know, when you start having defense that are that, that are that activated, right? In any league positioning communication, that's where it's going to start to break down. So, I mean, when, when you and I played, I don't think, you know, when I was over in Europe, we had more of a system like that. But in North America, we weren't roaming around as much as what they are doing now. And that creates a lot of chaos. Well, it does. And, and that's that's what the game is. It's almost they call it positionless hockey. You're in and out. You jump in. Or or the opposite of that is bringing up players up high. So you bring up, you know, one or two forwards up high. And then it's confusing because now there's four people above the top of the circles. And the two demons are looking around like, okay, well, there's no one close to me. Who am I Who am I taking? What am I doing? Again, just to create more confusion. But that's where that conversation comes in and talking to each other. Um, but, you know, for one game, I would, I would call all the Oilers end was very, very low event which is what they wanted to be. Yeah, and, and now the key is you do it once, you have to do it again, right? Uh, the schedule maker, Dallas, third game in four nights, second of a back-to-back, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that that's a game you should be able to control if you're the Edmonton owners. I want to talk about Vincent Deharnay, Struz, because I, I really feel Vinny was one of the order's best defensemen in that game, and I think right now, if I go through eight games, I think he's he's beaten out uh, Philip Broberg for the third pair right defenseman spot. Where do you come up? I, well, I think you know what he is, right? He he, he know what he is. And I, I don't think that Broberg really knows what he is or, or the older tone, what he can be. So Vinny is very clear. And I, I think, you know, I, I know you've talked to Vinny before and he's, he's really improved um, and worked on his puck skills, right? I, I wouldn't say he's, he's Dr. Dangles, but he is making quicker plays and he seems to be com- more comfortable making those plays quicker. So I think that he's showing that, um, you know, the penalty kill, the physical play, uh, you know, he got the goal the other night. It looked like a bit of a cricket shot, but who cares? You know, your first one, you don't care how it goes in, just that it goes in. So I think for him, he's he's really clear in what he is. I think for Broberg, it's a little bit harder to kind of solidify for him what, what he wants to be or what he's going to be just even in the short term this year. Jason Stradwick joins us on uh, Sports 1440. Um, Strati, Evander Kane, the last three games, I think no question in my eyes, has been the order's best forward, right? He's been engaged physically. He's obviously scoring some goals. But there's hitting and then there's running through guys. Like, talk about the difference. Like, I'm sure, you know, you're a big guy. You took a lot of hits sometimes. Guy rubs you out and it's like, oh, okay, gets credit for a hit. And you're like, whatever. I just bounce off the boards and away I go. But then you look at some of those hits that Kane's delivered the last few games. Like those, like those ones sting, and that makes the defenseman think twice a little bit. 
Well, you're right. So, like, there's hitting, there's rubbing guys out and just kind of getting in their way. And that's kind of the classic separating the puck from the man. Then there's where you're coming in to really put the guy through the wall. Um, and I can tell you personally that, you know, when a guy's coming through and taking through the wall and he does it once or twice, all of a sudden now you kind of get happy feet, right? You kind of look like a quarterback in the pocket because you're getting hit all over the place. So you maybe get a little bit quicker and you, you maybe cough up a puck. And it might not be right away in the first period, but second or third period, you might go in and, and make it happen. So what Kane has done, um, you know, he, the, the owners were in need of someone to kind of get them going and, and get them engaged. And, and Kane, you know, I, I think he consciously made the decision that he was going to be that guy, right? And, and when he's, you know, playing like that and, and, and chirping and getting into people's heads, I think the goals come easier for him. When he's not engaged, I don't think it's, it, his game doesn't flow as easily. Uh, the challenge for Evander is to balance that. You know, he's not 22 years old. He's an older guy. Not old, but he's older. And the wear and tear of 82 games of running around like that, it can take its toll on you. So he's got to find a way to kind of to, to, to balance that. But to be fair, there's other players that can get involved, right? You're looking around that that uh, that bottom six and some of the other players, maybe a guy like, uh, you know, McLeod or a guy like Holloway, uh, Adam Ernie now has, you know, moved on. Fogel, those guys can take up some of that slack if, 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 you know, for Connor's got, or Kane's got to kind of back it off a bit, but he has been the guy, you know, he's been the guy who's kind of got this group going and, you know, that's why he's here. That's his job. Uh, Strutty, what did you think? I mean, that was a desperate game for, for two desperate teams. What did you think of uh, Kane uh, in the pile there? Obviously he was mic'd up and we know what he said, you know, where does that go for Calgary now? Like, Every you know it was on Sportsnet. You know everyone's talking about it. Everyone's aware of it. What are your thoughts on that? Because we've been in a lot of scrums. Guys said a lot of things, but no one's ever heard it. Yeah, well, I've, I've I had a guy my first year in the minors, Craig Martin, huge guy. I don't know if you played against him, Brown, big, tough guy, older guy, and he challenged our whole bench. He asked our whole bench, and every single guy leaned over and was fixing their skates or drinking their water bottle or pretending they had a hangnail because they didn't want to fight this guy. Now I fought him a couple of years later, and I, you know, I wasn't proud of that fight, but I still fought him. He was really tough. So. You know, when a guy challenges and says things like that, you don't necessarily have to go and fight him, but someone's got to push back. And the Flames right now, they're just, I don't know where that pushback's coming from. You know, Zadorov is talking off the ice, which I, I think he's right in a lot of things he's saying. But, you know, through that lineup, like, who are the guys who are going to push back and battle? You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty thin. And uh, they look, you know, I use the word listless. They don't look like they're really going or you know huberdo is kind of out there and he kind of it looks like he wants to play kind of an easy game he wants he wants to get join the alumni and play kind of an easy game around the perimeter well that's great for alumni hockey it's not great for what they're trying to do is win hockey games so yeah i i just think that that i think at that moment someone could have stepped up but i i went through the roster i'm not sure who the guy is to do it well it's funny you bring up zadorov right well, i mean yeah. if you're going to speak and talk in the media now now you know, as you know, someone's well, got to have. Try, he tried to get Kane to fight in the first period, right? And Kane was the orders had all the momentum, and I saw Kane was like, "Not happening right now, right?" He's smart. You guys know, like, there's okay. there's certain times when the other team's going to give you that. Now you could say maybe he should just force him to fight, right? Well, how do you force him to fight? You run around and Fair make point. him react to you, right? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I mean, Stratty, you you're aware of this. Like when someone just asks you to fight, you know, and if they give you that choice, sometimes you, you you'll take the choice and be like, no. But now you got to run around and you got to do something now to make that guy react to you. So if you yeah. really want to fight him, I wouldn't go talk to him. Run around, 
Run around, yeah. create a little bit of energy, create a little bit of buzz. Because you know what? Now, all of a sudden, now Kane reacts or whoever reacts to him. Maybe they take a penalty. You get on a power play. You get some momentum. They get a goal. Now you don't even have to fight. Yeah. And it's it's hard because you're right. Reacting is always hard because you're chasing whatever it is. When you engage, when you start a game and you're the one who's proactive and, you know, putting guys in the boards or even if you're not a hitter, going driving the net hard or, you know, winning faceoffs or blocking shots, like it's hard to catch up to a game sometimes. And, you know, I, I thought that whole game, the Flames were trying to catch up to it. Now, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that team. There's something's not right in there, you know, and it's, it's obviously can't be coaching anymore. They've made that change and a new GM. So you got to look at those 20, 20 odd players that are in there. And it's, it's, it's not functioning right now. And for Huberto to have, what does he have? One assist through, or, oh, sorry, he's got two and two. I guess Cadre is a bit more now, but. Man, that is that is lack of production at the highest levels. Dude, they they are what are they thirtieth or thirty first in offense? Like they had two high danger chances in the entire game well, against Hamilton Orders yeah. five on five, and the orders came into the game leaking chances mm-hmm. offensively, right? And you couldn't generate offense against them, and so now they got the Dallas Stars. Uh, tomorrow night, it's uh, it's definitely going to be tough sledding in Calgary. And uh, you know what? I'll I'll say this though, guys, when you look at the Calgary Flames blue line, um, if the Flames like if they ever had a year to pick a year to have a bad year, and uh, they're looking at retooling their team, they've got a lot of defensemen that I think teams will be interested in. Right? There are lots of pending UFAs. You look at Noah Hannafin. I think Zadorov, guys. Zadorov is that big defenseman that everybody wants now. Right. He's a decent player. He's mobile. He can move. Uh, you throw in Chris Tanev, like between Hannafin, Tanev and Zadorov, the Flames could probably get pretty decent haul for those three and three different trades leading up to the deadline if this season continues to go into the ditch. Yeah, 100% they could. And I think that that's, you know, at some point you got to look at it and say, what are we going to do? Like, they got Lynn home up there as well, you know, and he's, he's another guy. Or like, okay, well, what are we going to do with this guy? Um, so there's a lot, there could be a lot of potential return, but you're, there's no doubt then you're heading into a rebuild, right? I, I can't see yeah. you replacing those 3D with current players. You maybe can get a prospect that's closer, um, but you're going into a rebuild. And you got Kadri and Huberto getting older, Markstrom getting older, Backlund getting older, like, Man, that team, or even another guy, Dubé, you know, he, he doesn't seem to have much juice, um, in his game either, right? And that's a guy I think has to play with some tempo and, and go. So yeah, they're, they've, you know, for, for a first time GM, they've got some big decisions coming up here if the next uh, few months. So do you think with a, a, a basically unexperienced coach, you know, you've, you've played long enough and I'm sure you've had enough uncomfortable conversations in your career with coaches and GMs when things aren't going well. Do you feel like, you know, would he be a coach? Do you feel like he would have those types of conversations? Do you feel like those conversations are needed? Yeah, you know, I, I played with Ryan and we, you know, together, I've known him a long time and I, I'd say his, his greatest quality is very good communicator and very smart, very smart um, and well-spoken guy. So I think that, you know, I, I, there, there's probably, there's an edge to him for sure. But I don't see him going in there and just berating people. I think he's going to have conversations with them, you know, show them video. What do you, what, what do you see here? What are you doing? Um, because, you know, Huberto, this isn't a one year deal. This guy's signed for years and they need him going. They, he needs to get going and produce. You know, when you're looking around that room, you need someone to score. It's you. That's, you're the guy. You're, you are a, a north of a hundred point guy. Um, now, you know, he, he, maybe it, it speaks to how good Barkoff is when he's down in Florida, but, you know, still he's better than he's shown. But I think for Ryan Huska, you know, it's, it's hard to just start, you know, hammering on him right way, you know, game, game within game 10, um, because there's a lot of hopefully track record lacking your left in your time coaching with this group.
Strutty, I got to get your thoughts on, um, like, we saw some pretty pathetic performances this last weekend uh, in, in sports, but, man, your Giants <laughs> offense, that's uh, that's going to be right up there, Strutty. Yeah, we, man, it's tough. Well, we traded away uh, Leonard Williams to, uh, yesterday or today for a second and a fifth. So they're they're starting that process. Uh, I thought they might trade away Saquon Barkley, but that didn't happen. So here we go. We're starting over again. It sounds like Danny Dimes will be back. Um, Seven. It's just not. Strat, I just want to say, I just want you to know, in a yeah. game that had overtime, yeah, I, they had a total of seven passing yards in an NFL it's, game. Seven. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I, I trust me. I saw it. I wasn't proud of it. And I, honestly, I, I, I was told Connor this. I said, I'm not even, I, I just, it's like, it, we, we are not playing for anything now. Like, I, I don't, maybe you can try to see you know, some of the young kids get better, but it's just, it's not working. I don't know what the problem is. It's, it's something, I think the offensive line is still the problem. And they've had injuries there, but I don't know. It's, it's ugly, buddy. It's ugly. But at least I'm not a 49ers fan. That team's lost three in a row. The aspirations of winning the championship. That quarterback, that's not working. Brock Purdy, the league is figuring you out, old man. Uh, well, they did get Chase Young today for a third rounder, which is uh, kind of surprising to me. So uh, we'll see. Uh, their defense, which was uh, highly touted, definitely a struggle, and you're right. Um, uh, the the Rose is off Brock Purdy. He'd, uh, he hadn't lost a game, and now he's lost three in a row, and he's throwing picks uh, like he's, uh, you know, I'll be tonight throwing chocolate bars to kids for uh, for Halloween. But, uh, you know, my, the kids love it. Uh, I don't think the opposition loves it. So uh, we'll see. Struddy, what's, um, well, are, are you, do you dress up at your house when the kids come over? Now, I'm going to walk with my youngest son, and just so everyone knows, I will not be handing out full chocolate bars at all. And actually, I, I bought bad ones. I've got bad. I have no Smarties, <laughs> no Coffee Crisp, and no Kit Kat. Like, what a waste. I may as well be handing out bobbin for apples. You want to bob for an apple in this like, What this is thing? What Awful. is your problem? What? It's embarrassing. But it's just, I went to buy the, the, the stuff, and that's all they had left was just the, like old Henry bars. No one wants that. I think I got some taffy or toffee, whatever you want to call it. Like, it is brutal, absolutely brutal, okay. the quality I'm handing out. Uh, so this sounds like a you problem that it is going to become the kids' problem. That, I wouldn't even come into There's our There's still time, is there I, not? Yeah, like go somewhere well, else, tightwad. I didn't want to give raisins. Mars bars. Jeez. No yeah. one likes Mars bars. Well, well, Mars bars aren't bad. Right? Nah, like, are you handing food? are you handing out any forfeit bars? <laughs> no, 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 no to the forfeit bars. I've got a lot of other kind of bars, oh, and they'd be the same quality. Like, uh, I just I dropped the ball. I just I can't believe how frustrated I am with my chocolate. Uh, no coffee crisp. How do you not have coffee crisp? No Arrow bar. No Kit Kat. Like, what a disgrace. Strati, I uh, I'm very excited. As you know, I love Halloween. I like uh, I like right. handing out. Um, Right now, well, I have uh, I have thirteen bars currently. Of course, of course, I'll add the king, Big Turk, uh, a few oh, of them later. But we have crunchies, caramel, Kit Kat, yeah, those are nice. Yeah. Oh Henry, Arrows, Wonder Bar, Crispy Crunch, your favorite, Cosby Crisp, Smarties, yeah. Reese's Pieces, and uh, Mr. Biggs. Oh, also the yeah. Hershey's Cookies and Cream, with the kids love. I don't really like them. I find them too sweet, but the kids love them. So, where'd you buy those? You go to the gas station? Uh, no, I went to Costco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Buy him in the big Look pack, buddy. Big pack. Brownie's pretty quiet. I bet you Brownie's or he's handing out toothbrushes or pears or something. No, like hey, I, I went to Costco too and I bought <laughs> the chocolate bars and then my I bring them home and I thought I did a solid for my wife. I'm like, hey, you don't have to go pick up the Halloween candy. I got some stuff here. She looks at it. She's like, no, we don't give that out. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, everyone else gives that out. We go, let's go to Metro. So we went to what? Metro. What is Metro? It's kind of like a wholesale 
okay. place. And so what did you get? There's this different variety what, there. So what do you have then? Oh, yeah. God. We got like packs of gum, gumballs, oh. chips. Uh, yeah. I'm actually watching my doorbell camera go off here as my wife's walking back and forth, setting it all up right now. <laughs> Well, you're not, it's not like you're reinventing the wheel. Chips, you're not the first person to handle <laughs> chips. Like, what, what is she talking about? <laughs> I don't know. She just wants to be different in some way. Oh, my God. Oh. Gum? Candy? Yeah. We got some uh, uh, yeah, hey, bottle caps. Stop it in that brown household, yeah. Strutty. Well, gonna... hey, you're not even going to be there, yeah. Strutty. You're walking around. You probably put yes. a bowl out oh, yeah. and be like, hey, help yourself to one. Yeah, Strutty, you're that guy. You better have a, I'm very sorry, <laughs> Beside yeah. your bowl. That's what your sign should say. Yeah. You I'm guys, embarrassed you know, I got by my, my gift. I got my three blow ups up. You know, my blow up dolls. They look great. I'm considering unplugging them and turning the lights <laughs> off because my candy's so bad. I've had those blow up dolls up for a month, a month, mm. and I have this bad candy. I'm sorry that people come to my door. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is a, that is a fail. For sure. Well, uh, hopefully no one eggs your house tonight because you probably, you know, this is, if your house gets egged, I kind of feel like you brought it on yourself. I, I wouldn't be upset. I'm like, I earned, I earned that one. But oh my I'll God. Go to I'm, Brown's te- house. I'm tempted giving, to drive by your house and, and egg it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one's ever, hey, guess Wait. what, Strutty? And you know what kind of chips they are? Yeah. Plain. Yeah, no. yeah, for sure. No, yeah, no, plain. we got a selection. There's like three selections. No. Uh, it's not a bad presentation. Ripple. I'm going to tweet it out later. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll get yeah, that for you. Plain or ripple you. chips. That's hey, what he's you got. stop by. I'm out on an acreage just it. off the white mark. <laughs> Strutty, have a good one. We'll talk to you next See you, week. Boys. Uh, See you uh, Jason Strudwick. That was uh, Strud's on brought to you by Action Electrical. Uh, we'll return. We have uh, five questions and more on The Gregor Show with Sean Brown, Connor Halley on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation YouTube presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 449 on Sports 1440. Jason Gregor, Sean Brown, Connor Halley with you. Uh, loads of text flying in. 833-401-1440. Also, it's your time. Help your neighbor right now. You can qualify. This is what we're going to do. Today, it's going to be a little bit different, so pay attention. We, uh, we're going to have a very, very simple uh, little uh, trivia question that you can answer via the text line. And the first correct answer will be the person who goes in the draw. Okay? So you can get ready. 833-401-1440. Uh, here's what's up for grabs. We are playing Help Your Neighbor. Where? You, if you, if your name is drawn on, first of all, you got to qualify, right? So if you qualify, you automatically get one of the sports 1440 hats. So boom, uh, that's what you get automatically, uh, for, for qualifying today. Second, then you get into the draw. It's pretty good odds. We will do the draw on Monday, November 20th, right here on the Jason Greger show. The name we draw out, you are going to win a Google Nest or Echoby smart thermostat, courtesy of legacy heating and cooling. You're also going to get a pair of order seats. In the lower bowl, where they attack twice against the Wild on Friday, December 8th. Good Friday night fun. And you will have the opportunity to gift a high-efficiency furnace. Permanent inspections are covered. They'll remove and dispose of the old furnace for somebody in your circle. It can be a neighbor. It can be a coworker. It can be a friend. It can be a relative. It just can't be someone that lives in the same house as you. You can't gift it to your spouse or your partner, common-law, whatever. You can't do that. You have to give it to somebody who doesn't live with you. Okay? They have to own their home and reside within 100 kilometers of Edmonton. It's that easy. So that's what you're going to win, all courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. So 
Sam Gagne has signed a contract with. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Edmonton Oilers. He will be in the lineup on Thursday. Yanmark is, uh, is not ready. When he steps on the ice to start the game, it'll be... His 543rd game as a member of the Edmonton Owners. He's currently tied with a member of the Owners for 22nd uh, most games as an owner. Who is he tied with? Who is he going to pass when he plays on Thursday? That's the question. Who's he going to pass? I guess he's not passing because he's tied with him, but technically I guess it's passing. So yes, which... Former Oiler will Sam Gagne move ahead of on the all-time games played list. It'll be his 543rd game. Text the answer, 833-401-1440. First correct answer, you will win. Now, let's get to uh, Sank questions, five questions brought to you by The Brick. And, uh, hey, shop early and avoid the chaos with The Brick's Black Friday early access sale. You can get uh, Black Friday pricing or better Right now, $900 off big screen TVs and much, much more at The Brick and TheBrick.com. It's time for five questions on The Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, question number one. Uh, with the Oilers having a little extra time off before their next game, uh, what area do you think practice will be focusing on in these next couple days? I'm going to have to go with uh, defensive coverage. Uh, I'm assuming that's probably some of the details that they worked on. It worked. Um, I think it's something that is going to obviously come have to be continued to be sharp against Dallas. So defensive con- uh, coverage in their in the defensive zone. Well, today's practice really, um, you know, 
was for the first long part of it just kind of like a stretch your legs type of practice it looked like um they did have a little bit of five on five then they had some, some fun uh, at the end where they had a, a protect the puck at one end in the circle it was you know one guy had the puck and the other was a defender trying to knock it off uh one in each circle and then the, they would blow the whistle and they had the nets at the other end of the ice on the hash marks and so the guys on the right side of the ice would skate there'd be a loose puck at the blue line they would cross over and shoot on the left goalie and it was two on two and then they played until uh one team scored three goals and then the other guys had to skate. Um, tomorrow, I would think, honestly, for the orders, I would want two things. I would want to work on some finishing drills. I think it gets overlooked. The Edmonton orders offense right now, yeah, the bottom six isn't scoring. Their power play is 10th. And for a power play that's been as good as it's been now for four years, it's 5% under just their average of the last four years. Not good enough for their power play. Power play's got to be better. I think their overall scoring needs to be better. So I would actually work on a few finishing drills up front, which can coincide with the defensive stuff, but I would work on a few skill finishing drills tomorrow. Question number two, since we had Raphael Lavoie on the show earlier today, I won't ask the exact day, but approximately when do you think he'll make his Oilers debut? I think when there's an injury or if Dylan Holloway at the end of November doesn't have any goals. Or only has one goal and something like that. That's that's how I see it. I, I think they'll need an injury in the top nine. I don't think they want to recall Raphael Lavoie and have him play seven minutes. I, I don't think that's the ideal situation for him to come up. I think I agree with you. I think that, you know, he hasn't, you know, he's playing well. Um, him down there playing a big role, getting big minutes uh, is the best spot for him right now. Get a little bit of seasoning, uh, and then, like I said, with an injury or maybe someone struggling, then you bring them in. So I, I would probably say another month or two. Earlier today was the NFL's trade deadline. Do you think hypothetically, if they were to move the trade deadline back a month, when some teams know they're out of it, some teams know they're poised for a run, we might be able to get some more trades? And you think they'd ever consider doing that? Well, that would be twelve games, right? Because <clears throat> basically, teams have played eight games now. Um, that, that might be too much. That's four more games. I could see if you said two weeks. You get to uh, the 10-game mark, that leaves seven games. I could see it. Um, but at the same time, if you wanted to move it to 12 games, uh, you know, like look at the order, the NHL, they kind of make trades around the 60-game mark, right? Give or take three quarters, so 12 out of 17. Eh, be close. So you could do it. Um would it make more trades? That's a great question, Collins. You might have more injuries at that time, so you might have teams more willing to it. But I don't know. The NFL's never really been a huge trading league in season. So it, it would have to be a pretty big change. All it would take is one or two teams to do it once or twice and have success with it, and then other teams would, would follow suit. But for whatever reason, you don't see a lot of trades in the NFL. Um, I'll, I think I think eight weeks or half the season is almost plenty enough time to know who the contenders and, you know, who's in it and who's not. Uh, this allows for the contenders to add, you know, maybe that one piece that can maybe help them get over over the top. Question number four on this Halloween. What is the scariest moment for you as your sports fandom or sports career has, like, played out? So I'll just say for me, Marlon McCree of the Chargers not sliding after intercepting Tom Brady in the playoffs. Nightmares about that one. Can't stand the guy to this day. What's that for you? I don't know. I think I'll I'll go with what I talked about today. Losing the end of my finger. <laughs> that wasn't a good feeling. Wasn't a good sight. Watching and or you know looking at my finger in a little bag, Ziploc bag of ice wasn't wasn't overly great. So I'll, I'll go with that story. 
Um, scariest moment as a sports fan. Um, oh, but well, Brownie story is kind of gross. Uh, well, to me, uh, do we want to go too serious? Because obviously, if you go really serious, be Clint Malarchuk watching that was oof, yikes. But I would say, um, probably as a young sports fan. The Steve Smith own goal. Good one. Good one. Final question for you guys. Since it is Halloween, uh, what, in your opinion, is the scariest movie or TV show of all time? I'll go with The Exorcist. I remember watching that on a tournament. I think I was like 9 or 10. And, uh, yeah, just that kid sitting there and his head spinning around. (laughs) Her head, yeah. Her head, and I'm just like, whoa. Still nightmares with that one. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, so I won't go with it. But I would go... Did you guys ever watch The Conjuring? Yes. That one. That one and The Ring. Either one. Like The Ring wasn't so much scary as just kind of like... God, it was freaky to watch. I loved it, though. But uh, The Conjuring might be my vote. Cons, what about you? For some reason, Candyman really rattled me. <laughs> And uh, Midsummer was another one that I watched and did not enjoy. Whoa, whoa, wait a sec. Midsummer. There's yeah. a movie that Connor Halley's seen that I haven't seen. What is going on? You don't want to see <laughs> Have this you seen one. Midsummer, Brownie? No, I haven't. Yeah, what is, what is Midsummer? Uh, I got to Google this. It's yeah. called Midsummer? Midsummer. S O M M A R. It's uh, these like Americans go to, I don't even know where it is. Sweden? Yeah, Sweden. And they like hang out with this cult and. The cult does some very weird things, and it's it's just kind of a, a weird movie that I couldn't stop watching, but I'll never watch it again. It says, quote, This film explores trauma process in personal transformation with Danny's journey of grief. The stir- disturbing scenes in Midsummer, such as her nightmare and the Maypole dance, showcase the film's sinister undertones and the ex- inexplicable and sinister events that transpire. Dun, dun, dun. That's it. Really? Was it that sinister? Well, it was there. Yeah, there was just some weird scenes. The director did another one, Hereditary, which I've heard is good, but I I've, yes. haven't gotten into that one yet. Hereditary has a lot. I've never seen it, but as um, I know lots of people have talked about it being a scary movie, for sure. One day. Maybe tonight. Mm. All right. Uh, we will get our, uh, our winner. Many of you, it took a while, but uh, many of you got the correct answer. on uh, who Sam Gagne will pass for 22nd. The correct answer was Jason Smith. We will get you the uh, winner after this Sports 1440 update. Brownie, thanks as always. We will uh, chat with you in a few weeks. I know you're off next week, uh, off a little uh, holiday, so have fun. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Awesome. Have a good Halloween and looking forward to seeing the kids. Yeah, I'll I want to see the pictures of yeah. this display here. we got to see it. I'll be home right. in a half an hour, kids. Be the, ready to go. These unique chips that no one but the Browns have. <laughs> you got to stop in. Let's uh, get to uh, the con man and uh, <laughs> sports uh, 1440 update uh, brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. Stay ahead of the snow game at Edmonton Kubota. With their powerful snow removal equipment and attachments, your key to a smooth, hassle-free winter. Go to edmontonkubota.com.